Hi guys, welcome back to the Lost Generation podcast. This is our third episode. Can you guys believe that? I'm Ling. I am back finally. Did you guys miss me in the second episode? Ah, uh, not really. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally Mark, as you can see. Hey. And this is Tuong. Hi, I'm here again, yeah. as always. <laughs> yeah. And today we're going to talk about our younger self, the experience that we had, the lessons we learned, and how that translates into our present self. And maybe the future as well. Mm. So, Mark, do you want to share first? Right. I think I'm gonna start with my younger self first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I was a teenager, I was, and I think I have talked about this in other episode, in the second episode, um, is that I was living not for myself at the time, but more for the people around me, especially my friends, mm-hmm. because in a way, like my friends didn't really take me as I was. Because they wanted me to be this either class clown or something else for them to either make fun of, mm-hmm. which I was totally okay. But it was not okay at all because <laughs> like friend was supposed to be I don't know maybe giving you a sense of belonging like we said before, mm-hmm. but I didn't have that. So when uh, Facebook came to Vietnam, I think like in 2012, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a big thing, but to me it was like a platform. Where I wanted to show how cool and how edgy I was, mm-hmm. but again, it was still not technically because of me, mm-hmm. but for people to kind of oh okay, so Ming is cool now or Ming is, you know, doing great or something like that. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's just a a part of me lying to myself. I think we can all relate to that experience of us going above and beyond. To have some sort of image of us online yeah. that is portrayed quite perfectly yeah. and was like, unreal. Yeah, but it was more than like a, a platform. You know, it was just yeah. like a, a a proof. I think a statement of mm. myself to the people around me that hey, look at me now. But I was not totally like that at all. It was just like a facade in a way. I think for all of us, we we had that face. It's just how how bad of <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't really remember experiencing it that bad. Like mm. I remember there was a phase that I also care a lot about what I post online and like when I go to certain places, I have to find a place to take a picture, yeah. put it somewhere. Yeah, I think like, I take I took uh, three photos, and then I just repeatedly kind of try to uploading it and see how many likes I got. If it was low, I'm gonna delete it. And then you know? post it again. Yeah, so it's in a way it's really like showcase how insecure I was. Oh yeah, so I I, I was never gotten to that. Yeah, that I point. think like I'm really kind of um, severe. Yeah, because I was just uploading it and then that would be done. Like I would look at the likes, but not to the extent of deleting it and yeah. posting it again. Yeah. So yeah, it must really mean something for you at that age. Yeah. Where where did that come from anyway? I think, like I said before, it would stem initially from my insecurities at the time. You know, I was like trying to get an impression of people that maybe I have this kind of like a cool image or something. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I think that translates to the fact that I was going to rap or something, mm-hmm. and because I was overthinking quite a lot about this problem, and then it just got really ahead of the initial problem that I had. <laughs> so at that time, I felt like I was really wanting to re- to be rebellious, even at points that I don't even know what I'm rebellious about, because I have like an ordinary family in a way. Like they love me, 
but maybe again like you have actually said before in your previous episode maybe the mundaneness mm-hmm. of the things yeah. that I have mm-hmm. kind of wants me to be rebel and most of the time I think it was just like an internal thing for me you know being overthink and then have the insecurity and it just leads to one way or another you know <laughs> how did that um, rebellious behavior like act out really mm, I just felt like a certain anger in a way mm-hmm. if my mom and my dad trying to talk me into doing this and that yeah even sometimes like now I realize that maybe it was actually good for me but mm-hmm. at that time I was just like man it's just like family man like you know the really <laughs> angst kind of teen thing going on maybe like the core point was I was really insecure about myself firstly mm-hmm. so I didn't really want to showcase that Yeah. anymore because I have like Facebook and then you know it just <laughs> got worse from that I guess um, yeah how about you guys um, the thing about me is that I was a very calm and chill mm. child growing up um, I probably still am right now my my mom favorite story was like when she picked me up from school or like she or anybody gives me like a gift or a present I wouldn't be like over excited about it I would just contain that excitement and that kind of carry with me until I go into secondary and also high school as well because I don't remember that I really have a phase where I really be rebellious hmm. or I acted out right. I was just kind of very mm, staying on the same line throughout my whole life right. containing all that acting out behavior yeah but why do you like just keep your excitement down though because i i mean as a child if you get gifts or something you would yeah. kind of try to not even trying it just like it's naturally came yeah, out right yeah. but yeah, like yeah. the thing about me is that's why it amazed my mom so much because mm. i didn't have that side she knows that i was excited but mm. Also, she also know that it's natural that I'm just keeping it down for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just my my way of being, I guess. Yeah, interesting. Because I <laughs> yeah. think like when I was young, I was quite spoiled in a way. Because yeah. at that time, my mom and my dad were making big doughs. <laughs> so like they bought gifts to me pretty much like every week, I remember. And yeah, I think like the excitement of me just came out because of that. And sometimes even like not even satisfied because the gifts were like this and like that so i kind of just fully express what i was but for you i think it's actually interesting that you just keep it in yeah, yeah. i was just like politely say thank you probably i'm not polite at all I, i mean again i think i'm spoiled at that time i'm so privileged mm. in a way at that time but mm. i didn't even know that and i just want to be this angst kind of teen mm. try to rebel something that i don't even know at times You know, so yeah. the rebel with a cause, which is a James Dean film that I watch, not necessarily like correlates with my meaning, but mm-hmm. I think that was the definition of myself at that time. Yeah. But yeah. What about Ling? Mm. Hmm. I think I was the opposite to you too. Mm. Yeah. Um... I think most child are the opposite <laughs> yeah, of me. Yeah. I I don't really know why. That's that. I'm just I just wasn't good at like expression sing my emotions in general I don't know <laughs> yeah. do you feel like you are better now in a way yeah I think mm. so like I now I think I just give in to my emotion more which mm. I don't know if it's 
for better or for worse. But mm. um, it's definitely more comfortable, mm. and I can see that people relate to that more than the calm and chill, and to a greater yeah. extent, people would Because, say that quite yeah. cold. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as a child, to have that composure is actually yeah, like yeah, a good virtue. No, I'm just saying it's yeah. like it's. Quite peculiar, you know, yeah, for <laughs> children to do that. But it's interesting, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. going back to Lee, how about you? Yeah. yeah, I used to be pretty excited and yeah. shows my emotions like most of the time, whether I'm angry or I'm happy. Mm. But then um, I don't remember when I just thought of it as not really cool. Mm. Showing my emotions mm, was not cool. Mm. So I was, I just try to contain it and like keep a straight face. And now I'm so used to it that I have to make an effort to show my emotions, or else people would just think that I'm angry because I I have a resting bitch face. Right. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think we all need to find some sort of balance with like our emotions. Like we still need to find a way to control it somehow, but not really just contain it all down to like one yeah. calm place. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like it's a yeah. one side of a coin thing. You know, yeah. you kind of yes. have to have like both features for you to actually, well, <laughs> actually compose. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't be either like overly emotional or you just hide your emotions all the time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's interesting because I think for me. This period even goes into when I was in Australia. Mm -hmm. When people ask about me, you know, I say, "Oh yeah, I, I went to Australia to study." You know, mm -hmm. like the international label kind of actually ends up the problem that I have mm -hmm. because it didn't got resolved or anything. It just kept amplifying because now I use that label to kind of feel proud of myself, you mm -hmm. know, rather than I actually just feel like, "Oh, I actually achieved to go to Australia." So you know, it just kept on for like until I was nineteen, twenty, I think, because that was the time where I met a certain friend of mine, maybe more than friend a little bit, but at that time we didn't really know. So she was someone that was just really like special to me because again, I didn't really talk to my parents at the time, and the people that I kind of knew, either they are not really. Uh, close to me, or they just didn't really care to actually say something about like what I'm doing. Mm. But she was someone who actually called out my bullshit, and even though like I didn't really change right away, but it made me kind of rethink about like what am I doing with my life, you mm. know? Um, even though I spent my time alone, she was one of the people that actually was beside me. You know, and could kind of see like, the potential that I could have, and call out my bullshit. So I think that leads to a question that I wanted to ask you guys a little bit: Is that do you guys have a special someone, or maybe like a special event? I presume that somehow affect you in the way you are now. You know. Mm, yeah. I think that I'm just a combination of a lot of people around me. Mm. Yeah, but I think looking back, I'm I take a lot from my mom. Mm. Uh, I got the whole caring and overthinking mm. brain from yeah. her, but then I also got the passionate thing from my brother, mm. my friends. Right. Uh, basically, teach me how to feel things. Mm. There's just certain people that I met just reminds me of who I used to be and reminds me of who I could be. Mm. So 
yeah, it's it's a combination of a lot of things and events that happened that shaped us. I think I can't just say one person because it's a lot of them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you are close with your uh, your brother, right? Yeah, you I are kind of close with your parents I, right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say that my family is really close. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really talk to my brother mm. in our childhood because we were both very stubborn. Yeah. And I mean siblings. Yeah, yeah siblings. Like <laughs> we, we fight. Yeah. But yeah, it took him like moving away, move out of the house, move across the world, and then come back. Mm. And I really appreciate having that bond with him again. That is, I think, when we actually bonded, and I mm. got all of the influence that I have from him. Starting from that point, I think you said that you took a lot of like attributes yeah. from your mom, right? Yeah. Like you said, you have kind of overthink, like yeah. her, or <laughs> you are compassionate like her, I guess. Yeah. But to me, it's on the surface. I have to meet someone mm. to actually call out my fucking bullshit at the time. Mm. Uh, her name is Cam, but not just Cam, but maybe psychologically, I got you know like the attributes from my yeah. mom and my dad as well. Yeah, I think yeah. it just depends <coughs> on that moment mm. that she was like the definite thing mm. that happens at the right time that made uh, like an unforgettable impression. Yeah, because on she you. was beside me technically. Yeah. I didn't talk to my parents, so that's why. Mm. Um, how about you, though? Um, to me, it's more of a specific event rather than a person. Okay. So a little bit about my younger self, I would say I used to be pretty carefree and um, indifferent. I felt like I was just looking on life instead of really living it, mm. and it only like really took a toll on me when. Um, our family had an incident last mm. year. That incident made me rethink a lot of things in my life. Um, at first, I guess about six to seven months, I was just really angry and mm. selfish. I thought that it was just me against the world, and mm. no one was beside me. Mm. But then I kind of learned my lessons. Everyone has their own struggles, and. That I don't need to be a bitch all of the time. Yeah, mm. I think because we kind of knew about your incident. Yeah, it's okay to be at that time to be a little bit selfish because mm. it's just a huge deal, mm. you know, for a family. Yeah. So yeah, I totally kind of get what you mean. For me, it was like a complete opposite because mm. there was an incident happened to a family as well, but my reaction was not. To be selfish, but I would rather, I I would say I lost myself throughout that whole process because suddenly, when that happened, my parent my family just became the priority of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just kind of throw everything that I know away, and like do whatever they want with my life, and just to buy them the comfort and mm. the peace of mind that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like I just, I don't know, not like wake up one day, but. Yeah, I just wake up one day and realize, wow, what have I been doing? Because yeah. a friend of mine actually asked me, like, well, what do you like? I he think it's actually just a simple question. Yeah, it time. is a yeah. very simple question. But yeah. like, it made you is, think. Yeah, it yeah. made me think because I just met him. Mm. I, I'm supposed to be able to tell him something, but I, I told him. But at the same time, I think like, I haven't really done any of those things 
in a really long time. So, yeah, uh, I think it, it's just the different responses that we have to the difficulties that happens in our lives. Mm-hmm. But I think it just takes like a moment or a person to ask us something really simple mm-hmm. to keep us grounded again. I think, yeah. Well, that's actually very considerate of you to really prioritize your family. Like many people say that they prioritize your family, but they don't really do that. Mm. And you were yeah. like, really there for them. I I don't know like to to what extent was I really prioritizing yeah. them. To me, at that time, now looking back, I just feel like wow, I really just forgot everything about myself yeah. during that period. Yeah, and it kind of comes back to like. The statement that I said, that maybe sometimes we live for other people, mm. yeah, you know, not for, not just for yourself. And I think like sometimes you kind of need like either a wake up call, yeah. or someone, or, or either a certain event for you to kind of like, you know, just yeah. rethink about you know things. You just wake up and then, oh my god, yeah. what what just happened? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't even say like what you did was not good you yeah. know it was maybe at that time appropriate for the event mm. but i'm just saying you know sometimes you live for the people but not for yourself which is not totally true you have to kind of <laughs> live for yourself firstly like, i think i think that's yeah, on my uh, part i don't know about you guys so yeah yeah again another balance that we need in our lives yeah mm-hmm. yeah we can't really be too self-centered mm. but then at the same time like if we just lose everything about ourselves to be considerate about the other people than what is left of us, you know? Mm. So, yeah. But do you think, like, it's actually that easy to kind of balance, like, both aspects? Because, okay, to me, maybe I didn't have, like, a major event as you guys, mm. but it took me, like, a hell ton of years to kind of yeah actually just, like, mature for my own self at that time. I'm not saying, mm. like, I'm mature than anyone. I'm just mm. saying I have matured or maybe grown up from I used to be in, in yeah. a certain aspect? To answer that, yeah, no, it, it was yeah. extremely <laughs> difficult to find, to find a balance because, you don't know, like, when should you choose to do what you like? When should you choose to follow what your parents set out for you? Mm, yeah. When should, because you know back in your mind that they, maybe that they know the best thing for you, but yeah, yeah that is debatable because with our generation, we just have to try everything yeah. by ourselves yeah. before we settle for yeah and i'm not saying like you have to agree to all of your parents you know sayings yeah just sometimes i think you just kind of need to consider what they said a little bit yeah. because maybe it's actually good for you mm-hmm. um but yeah so i'm not a yes man but i'm just saying you know just take considerations whether your parents said something or not what about Lin? Mm. How, how was the balancing process work out <laughs> yeah. for you? Well, I definitely do not have balance right now. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't think any of us really have it. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just think that we have it, but actually no. Yeah, yeah, I, don't. yeah I don't think like I can actually say I have like a full balance. Yeah. You know, like sometimes it kind of, it's like a scale basically. <laughs> sometimes it can go a little bit up and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You come the Hold fuck up. down, <laughs> bro. You know, you need to be cool about this shit. But yeah, again, it's not like I'm already perfect or anything like that. You know, it's like it's a process. And sometimes, you know, it took even until like when you are old yeah. to actually know what the fuck are you 
doing or what you want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. Mm. I mean, my opinions on parents are that they're just still figuring things out. They yeah. don't have their shit together at all. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of grow into the idea that our parents are just big child, mm, <laughs> older child, yeah. that's all. Because um, I read quite a bit about psychology. Many psychologists say that um, our parents didn't really sort out their problems before they had us. So their problems kind of just translated into us as their child. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. and then we as a family kind of struggled with the same problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard this from another podcast that <laughs> it just said the, the biggest burden of a child's life mm-hmm. is the unfinished goal of the of the parents. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Because like, honestly, we are kind of more privileged than yeah. uh, the other families here in Vietnam because some parents are quite tough. Yeah, at the um, you know the at, at their children's decisions to do something you know mm-hmm. so okay so that's interesting big child hmm I have never really like <laughs> thought about my mom as a big child because she let's just say like she's really responsible you mm-hmm. know like she's the one who take care of pretty much everything because she again she overthinks a lot mm-hmm. I didn't but I think it kind of have a lot of merits into like maybe sometimes their unfinished ideas kind of translate to the child and mm. some really do it forcefully in a way <laughs> and yeah. honestly for, fortunately that's not really our yeah, parents I guess more way yeah. More yeah I think yeah yeah our parents are just a little bit easier than us but I think mm. we mentioned this in the last episode that that also translate into another problem that we put pressure on ourselves yeah (laughs) yeah it's just like a cycle of when are we gonna get out of this (laughs) yeah yeah but it's quite fascinating that for me and ling it took us like to go through a horrible event Mm. to act to act as like a wake-up call for us to really reconsider ourselves Mm. and our lives um what was that process like for you did you just wake up one day and realize that oh my god there's something wrong or what is it like i think like i i kind of said it before but um it took me a duration of time you know not like i'm going to just you know transform into the way i am today mm-hmm. but because i was having cam by my side in a way and she was just not just calling out of my bullshit but she kind of supported me on the things that maybe I didn't even realize that I have that in me at that time. In a way, it was just like me retract the things that I did either in uh, middle school or high school. You know, I just kept thinking about like, what the fuck did I do to a lot of people? Or what did I do to myself? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not embarrassed about it because in a way it's a process for me to learn. But it's also like a thing for me to reflect because like, I can look at my Facebook feed like really kind of like from the 2012 without I'm feeling embarrassed <laughs> yeah I, I'm not yeah I don't have the feeling of cringe though because really? like oh, that's great that's yeah. great you accepted yourself yeah because in a way it, it it's just like a reflection yeah. of like oh, okay so that was me mm-hmm. you know I'm not fucking perfect I was a douche at that time I think but I look at it as in like okay so I think I have matured from that and in a way it should have happened that way for <laughs> me to actually be the man I am today. 
you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like that. So I, I think that philosophy can be applied to Ling and I as well. Mm. The way that that horrible event happened, but maybe it happened for a reason. And if there's any good thing came out of that, it's just us growing up mm. in a way. Yeah. Yeah, because I was a very carefree high schooler. Um, I just basically filter my life with pink and I was blindly optimistic in a way mm. but because that happened it just kind of unlocked something in me that made me feel a lot more things and really be considerate of what is actually happening mm. I'm still quite optimistic as most people can tell yeah, and it should <laughs> be, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I still am but um, in a way there is a, a realistic aspect added to it and my self-expression and my emotional expression kind of just add up to be the person that I am today mm. um, for better or for worse it is what it is I think um, mm. yeah. yeah I think you're getting into your own balance I oh. guess when you put it that I'm way I, I, get, I think so yeah I, I just think that it's great because Ming didn't really have to go through a horrible event yeah. in order to become who he is today like be more mature and be more considerate sure it took him a lot of time and a really special yeah. person and i actually struggled a lot yeah. to yeah, actually came yeah. up yeah, to like maybe <laughs> a conclusion <laughs> but yeah yeah it's, like a, it's a different kind of suffering i guess yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm more of like internal you know i'm just yeah. like struggling with myself all the time mm. you know Yeah, I guess for me and Tung, we kind of need something external to really like yeah, to be like a wake up, up yeah. <laughs> wake up call. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah, They're like, wake the fuck up. This is not the real world. The real yeah. world is difficult. But yeah, if that it's just something good should came out of something bad as well. Yeah, I think again, it's like you don't have to have a big incident to actually for you to realize about yourself mm. but maybe sometimes you know overthink it a little bit you know it doesn't oh well it kind of mm. hurt me a little <laughs> bit but not necessarily in my way but just think about yourself you know like what you are amounted to mm. what you want to do mm-hmm. and take just consideration of your parents as well Yeah, for me right now i'm kind of having a lot of pressure for my parents mm. mental health wise I guess they think that I'm in a better state than my little sister so they kind of putting a lot of pressure on me as well too mm. like you really should be there for your sister she only listens to you you've been through the same shit so now you really should like stay beside her and mm. like be her guide yeah I think you still have to find some more balance <laughs> I guess um, it's not like you have to find it right away I think no. like It's kind of bullshit to say like, oh, I have like a perfect personality mm-hmm. because no one kind of have it. Mm-hmm. You know, either they can balance well or either they are trying to still balancing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you mentioned mental health, right? Yeah. Again, I was kind of struggling with that when I was in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was one of the main reasons, I think, was that I wanted to dream big. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to do this and do that and then have this at an age of like 25 or something <laughs> like that you know yeah. but then in a way cam my parents a lot of good friends actually um, they kind of made me and myself as well but mm. like they made me realize that sometimes you don't have to think about the future in a big picture mm. but maybe like if you have something right now 
and you can just progress from that, mm. I think it would be okay. You know, mm. you don't have to dream big. Okay, sure. Maybe it's not going to applicable to many people, mm-hmm. but to me, I'm fine with that idea at the moment. Mm. And maybe it just like takes some time off for me to de-stress a little bit mm-hmm. because I'm not really sure like what will happen to me when I'm turned thirty. Mm. But I just know that maybe if I have something at that time, I would just keep on doing it and then progress. You know, not exactly try to have like a like a, a schedule or something like that. <laughs> you know, yeah. How um, about you though, Thun? You talked about how you like planning things. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I used to do that a lot. I used to have like years long like plan, but um, after that incident happened, I think. I just kind of realized that the the universe always have the way to fuck up my plans. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I know that it does that to a lot of other people as well. You're not alone. But um, it's not like I stop planning, but I stop putting too much expectation on it being that it has to be that way. It has to be exactly the way I plan it. I I still do have plan and dreams and things that I want to achieve with my life, but. If I were to like really deduce it down, so that other people don't really know what I want, uh, and I potentially could not get, but um, if I really <laughs> deduce it down, then it would be, I think I just want my future self to be someone that my current self would be proud of. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. You know. Yeah, I, I know. Like it sounds really big and probably highly a bit pinkish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a bit highly yeah. hypocritical. But then it, it's just what I I want for mm. myself in the future. Um, I don't really want to regret anything that I'm going to do mm. later on. At the end of the day, I would end up being someone anyway. Mm. So it might be might as well be someone that I'm going to be proud of. Mm. And if anything, I would like to maintain. The relationship that I'm having with people around me, and those who have like the positive influence on me, mm. um, take care of my parents, yeah. take care of my family. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. I think. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as yours, but not really because I think like for me, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Damn. Okay. Honestly, just okay. yeah. Is that like I think it's okay to actually just make mistakes, you know? Like maybe some parts of you, when looking back, you don't have to feel proud of every certain aspects. Yeah, definitely. But not. that is the part. <laughs> yeah, but I think failure is actually a part for you to learn, and I failed a lot. That's mm. my point. You know, like in a way, it kind of shaped how I view the world or how I treat people, even how I do things. You know, so I think it's okay to fail. You know, but sure, you know, be optimistic as well. You don't have to be. Like me, <laughs> yeah. I can have that positive influence on you. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. pretty like I'm. I don't know. I'm not negative anymore, but I'm just like cynical. You know, <laughs> I look at things in like two sides sometimes, and it's yeah. kind of sometimes you don't have to do that. But I, yeah, yeah, you just do. It's just yeah. don't put too much of the the darker side on it yeah. anyway. For me, right now, my number one goal is to get a decent job. Mm. And taking care of my family, obviously, yeah. Like Tung said, just strive to be someone that I would be proud of, and I I guess that's it for me. That's a bit vague, but Tung kind of already said what I wanted to say. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's like the general yeah. <laughs> cap of this whole progress that us yeah. reviewing our process growing up. 
Yeah. Um, it just maybe just like believe in yourself firstly. Yeah. Uh, be confident mm-hmm. in yourself, and then okay, sure, maybe you can, um, you know, like make a schedule about your future. I think it's great if you can do that, or you just gonna go with the flow a little bit, you know, like from what you have now, and then you just progress from that mm-hmm. and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Life is like a box of chocolate in a way. Oh, oh for <laughs> Yeah, you know, you never know what you're gonna get. That's the point, you know. I think that's mm, that goddamn forest gum, man. <laughs> I like it. Life's like a box of chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> never know what you're gonna get. Man, I wish like I met him in the bus station for like <laughs> 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 Like, nigga, tell me about my mom. Oh, oh.